0: Hi there, and welcome. This is the All Is Fair in Love and Red Par podcast, a podcast designed for hoteliers by hoteliers. Learn how to elevate your hotel's revenue and experiences with new best practice tips. With vast experience with different brands and independent hotels, your host Haley Whiting will create different weekly topics about the hotel industry to help you and your hotel achieve your definition of success. The topics and guest speakers will vary from week to week to give you a well-rounded experience. Without further ado, here's your host, president of hospitality with a flair and travel blogger, Haley Whitey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Haley with All is Fair in Love and Rev Par Podcast, a podcast for hoteliers by hoteliers and. Today's going to be a very interesting topic for me. I did not post the last couple weeks, did not have a good lineup, had a lot of work going on, but I knew that I had to post a new one today. This is going to be a little different than the normal setup, but today's topic is going to be a reflection of the last year. me professionally and personally. A year ago, I was laid off to the date today from my regional director of sales role. I knew this was going to come. I was okay with it. There were 54 other people that were laid off with me that I think I was more upset for than I was myself. I've always been one of those people that doesn't regret any of their past life experiences, decisions, jobs, friendships, or anything like that, because they've always taught me something. And overall, I would not be where I am today without the experience of that job, before I took this regional director of sales role, I was an on-property DOS for a wonderful Hampton. I'm sure a lot of you have heard me talk about it. It was run by a great management company. I had a great team there. I was the DOS for almost three years, two and a half, three years. And I learned so much. This team pushed me. They taught me. It was it was amazing. And the reason I decided to leave that hotel. As I was ready for a challenge, that hotel did very, very well, was always towards the top of its comp set. We had a lot of success and it was wonderful. And I was able to actually pick the person that replaced me and she's doing a wonderful job. She meshes with that amazing team. So well. So I took this regional director of sales role and I was in it for almost three years until I got laid off. Over the course of three years, I worked with over 30 different hotels, be it on projects or what I had in my portfolio. I learned new brands, new types of business to go after, how to go after it. It was one giant learning experience. As you've heard me mention in previous podcasts, COVID-19, as we all know, just wiped out this industry I have no doubt in my mind that decisions needed to be made. I am to this day very thankful that I never had to make that kind of decision. Having people's well-being rely upon me at that point. And I can't imagine what it's like having to make those decisions. Like I said, I knew I was going to be one of the people that was let go the company was starting to grow. It was a little different than what I had originally signed up for, which isn't a bad thing. You know, companies have to grow and depending on the direction it's going to mesh or not mesh with you. And there were a lot of differences of opinion and situations that I didn't necessarily care for. And I was almost toying with the idea that I wanted to do something a little bit different on my own, still in the same field, but didn't quite know what that looked like yet. The biggest problem that I ended up having with the whole situation was just watching how it was handled. I mean, I guess I should be very thankful that I was given any form of a, of a severance, um, I was given a $3,000 severance, which after taxes actually on, only ended up being 1500 because it was taxed like a bonus. And I was given an additional 30 days of health care, which was beneficial because I was going through a f- couple health issues at the time. So that was great. Um, but I think the hardest thing that I had to come to grips with is that we were going to still be held To our non compete agreements. And, you know, at the time when you're signing something like that, I don't think you entirely realize the severity of that. So when you're faced with that, um, it's really scary because, you know, the way that mine was written is that I could not do anything remotely like what I was doing in a remote regional sales director role, create my own remote hotel sales company or anything like that for a period of a year. It didn't matter where it was. It's pretty much like I couldn't service any hotels like that in the world for a year is how it was written because there was no geographic boundary. I mentally toy with this because I can understand... Wanting to protect your business and your entity. But at the same time, during a global pandemic, especially one that has devastated the travel and hotel industry, to prevent people from trying to make a living of any form, I don't think that's the way that I would ever personally handle something. I think, you know, if you didn't want somebody touching a portfolio of hotels they personally handled, great, I, you know, I get that. But to geographically bar somebody and make that geographic distance the entire world, I, I don't agree with it. I mean, I'm very happy that as of today, it's been a year and I'm no longer bound by this But it was just, it it was a huge mental hurdle. Because after I got laid off, I never cried. I was angry for other people that were laid off because of the situations they were in. Um, Some people just having had babies a week prior. Um, People on maternity leave, older people. um, I was mad for them because I knew I was eventually going to do something different. I knew that my last role was not going to be my end-all be-all. And there are plenty of amazing people still working for that company in particular that are very, very talented and absolutely wonderful people that I was able to learn from as well. So after I was laid off, I took an entire week, did not touch anything that had to do With hotels, learning my blog, and I spent it with my family. My daughter was doing at home learning, and I'd never had that kind of time with my family. I'd always immersed myself in my work, and it was wonderful. But after a week, I decided that I wanted to grow more and I wanted to work on my travel blog more. My travel blog has always been a great creative outlet for me. I enjoy the travel industry. That's why I work in it. That's why I like sharing about it, um, sharing anything I can about it. And I decided to just delve into that. I signed up for Skillshare. I worked on my photography. I worked on my videography. I worked on social media. I started writing a bunch of posts and guides. I just never had time to write and I enjoyed that. And then come May, I decided that I needed to start piecing together my future a bit more because as much as I love travel blogging, it wasn't going to pay the bills. (laughs) I mean, I, you know, thankfully do monetize a bit there, but it's, you know, not enough to support a household. And I had to figure out what I wanted to do because I love hotels. I love hotel sales. I love helping hotels increase their revenue, find new business, you know, just be creative in their marketing and social media approaches. I loved that. I decided to officially create my own company. I'd done some consulting on the side even while I was in my last role. So Hospitality with a Flair was born. And the goal of hospitality with a flair was to help hotels increase their revenue. I wanted to help hotel teams brainstorm, look at things a little bit differently, update their photography, work on their social media structure until I was able to take my company where I wanted it to go eventually with hotel sales. So I bought a domain, made this beautiful website, And was really, really happy with that. I created a LinkedIn page. I updated my LinkedIn, started promoting some of those services. And by the end of May, I ended up getting an email from my old boss. I responded to her to see what she wanted. And she wanted me to give her a call. So I called her and... She was asking questions about my business and what it was, and you know, wanted to remind me of my covenant's non compete agreement, and was trying to figure out, in essence, what I was doing. I explained to her that the primary function of what I was doing at that time was going to be social media, brainstorming, structure, organization for hotels. And it seemed like a good phone call to me. I thought it ended well. Um, She complimented my website. You know, she tried asking me a couple questions that were a little proprietary to my business. And I felt comfortable telling her that, you know, this is my business and that's not something I'm going to share. And by the end of this phone call, I was under the assumption that we could, you know, send business back and forth to each other, which I thought was great. To my surprise, about a week or so after this conversation, I received an email and a letter in the mail from her attorney. And the letter said that I needed to remember the covenants and non-compete agreement that I signed in 2018 when I was switched from a contractor to a W-2 employee with this company and that it is effective from the date of March 24th, 2020 for a period of one year. It was a quote, reminder. So I guess the way that the phone call ended was different for her than it was for me. And after talking with some of my fellow comrades that were also let go a few of them actually received official cease and desist letters um, because one of them was working on consulting the other was trying to do hotel sales remotely and they got full on cease and desist had to take down their website Um, very scary letters not the reminder letter that I received that whole situation was a lot to swallow and think about I, in essence, lived the remainder of these months from the end of May to right now. Making sure I did things correctly. Because I didn't want to be sued. Because in my paperwork as well, if I ever did get sued, I would be responsible for their legal fees as well. I'd have to go out of state. It was just going to be a ginormous mess. Um, So that fear and anxiety was on top of my shoulders for the longest time on top of being in a pandemic having a child with a learning disability do remote learning my family it was a lot to swallow it felt like I was just trying to get some momentum of doing something that I love and just having somebody try to take that away from me. The solace that I could take out of this situation is that I know I'm not alone. I've watched millions of people lose their job, very talented people in the industry just lose everything far worse than I did. I mean, I'm very thankful that I've always set myself up with multiple revenue streams and My husband and I have always come up with a good plan so that we were safe, but I just, I watched so many people lose everything and that just made me more determined to create and grow hospitality with a flair even further so that when my time was up, I could hire people. I could put a team together of very talented people who lost their jobs and were absolute hospitality hotel rock stars that I knew would make a great team. I wanted to help people. I wanted to create a company and a culture that was honest, that was true, that was inclusive I want to create a culture where people are happy. They don't have to work all hours of the night to make decent money. I want the hotels that I work with and service to feel like they are getting a truly unique, customized experience, not a cookie cutter program because that doesn't work for everybody. It has taken me a while to actually look at myself in the mirror and look at back at this last year and actually see what I've accomplished and admit to myself and look at myself and know that I've done some pretty amazing things. I've accomplished a lot. I've come so far. I'm a huge perfectionist if you don't know me personally. And I always have something to critique, but over this last year, I have grown, I have learned, and I am so ready to take this company to the next level with an amazing team. I know that this broadcast was a bit all over the place, but I'm hoping that if you're listening and you're in a similar situation, that you know you're not alone. There were days where I was high on my business was super excited and just highly motivated but then there were also days where I was depressed I was sad I didn't want to get out of bed because I couldn't do with my company what I wanted to do yet you know I've always had this nagging fear that I should be further ahead than I am So, if you're listening and you need somebody to talk to that knows what you're going through in this industry, please feel free to reach out. I know what it's like and I can listen, and I'm here to do that for you. As I end this broadcast, I encourage all of you to try something new. This industry is not going to be the same after this pandemic. And it won't be the same mostly, I think, for the better. I think there's better ways that we can approach this industry, approach our guests, and even approach each other and work collaboratively.